Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Democrats' tough position. Number two, it's primary day and we've got the races to watch. And number three, a new ad from Tim Ryan. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We lay out this morning in Punchbowl News AM the uh, no good, very bad, horrible place that Democrats find themselves in just months from the midterm election, the political dilemma that is facing them as the summer begins. And um, the news is they're in a pretty tough spot. They are in a pretty tough spot. Um, and this was just highlighted yesterday. I mean, the the the. Um let's just go through this. I'm not, I don't even have to lay this out any further. Um, we were kind of thinking yesterday about all the, all the tough positions there in talking to Democrats 168 days before the midterms. Um, think about this from the top, uh, baby formula shortage. Uh, FDA had few answers on this when asked the white house has begun to use military flights to bring in baby formula and Congress has passed a bill expanding, uh, formula access for WIC participation, uh, WIC participants, rather, uh, gas prices are at record highs. This is amazing, Anna. One J.P. Morgan, and by the way, we're beginning summer driving season like uh, as soon as today, tomorrow, the next day, because it's uh, less than a week from Memorial Day. Uh, one J.P. Morgan analyst predicted prices could reach six dollars and twenty cents per gallon by August. That is, I mean, imagine that. That that could cost you, you know. 75 bucks to 150 bucks to fill up your car. Um, I mean, it could be just a lot of dough to fill up your car during the summer drive season. Uh, stock market down, uh, although it was up slightly yesterday, pretty much erased the gains during the Biden administration. COVID still rippling through the country, far, far less severe. And how about monkeypox? And how do you feel about monkeypox? 90 cases reported so far. Um, I, I got, I'm sure you did too. And I got texts from friends yesterday being like, am I... Is this supposed to be something that worries me or what? Um, migrant crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, the uh, still wrestling over Title 42. Legislative agenda stalled. Absolutely stalled. We hit on this last week. COVID preparedness uh, uh, debate is nowhere. Uh, nowhere close to getting that money that the president says he needs. Uh, the DCCC is in turmoil. Al, uh, Sean Patrick Maloney is now facing a primary bid from Alexandra Biagi, who's who's in the state Senate, whose grandfather Mario served in the House for 20 years. Biagi has got the backing of Jamal Bowman. There is just a, a mutiny in the New York delegation over uh, over Sean Patrick Maloney. Um, some of this is natural. Anna, what is your reaction to this? And by the way, if you don't think this is a... If you don't think this is a, a bad kind of situation, then I don't know what to tell you. This is, you know, I, but what? give me what you think here. Yeah, I mean, I think I put it into two camps. And I think that's why I, I think one, the very difficult thing for Democrats is at the top, so many of those things you just kind of nailed and listed one by one are things that have tangible impacts in people's lives. This isn't some existential crisis about, you know, the future of democracy or, you know, kind of this 30,000 foot view that sometimes legislation can seem very, um, very distant from people's real life. Baby formula, gas prices, stock market. I mean, those are things that impact people, 
you know, kind of and their overall mood and sentiment of the country, the fact that COVID's still happening, um, you know, I, I think when you look at the kind of overall kind of second part of that, which is the Biden agenda, the fact that Republicans are in the march, this DCCC drama, um, you know, obviously less kind of impactful on the daily basis of, a, of, of kind of an American citizen, but still just showcasing how, you know, government is struggling to function right now. And though that's a real one-two punch for Democrats, I, I think, in a way that is going to be very hard for them. And, and I think you and I talk to Democrats all the time that, hey, you know, it's a downward march. There's not a lot of optimism right now when you talk to members of Congress or their staff on Capitol Hill. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's a um, uh, now I mean, that's not to say that all hope is gone. I mean, listen, as we point out all the time, it seems like uh, Republicans are going to take back the majority based on history, based on polling. But let's talk about some of the good for this administration and Democrats, right? Biden administration seems to have gotten somewhat of a handle on the baby formula situation. Uh, The stock market, presidents don't control, so let's just leave that aside. As I always say, worry about the things you can control, not the things you can't. Words of wisdom from Jake Sherman at 5.16 a.m. You got to put that down, etch that on a, (laughs) put it on your wall. Remind me next time I'm freaking out about something that I, um, uh, uh, I'm just going to send you an email with that on it. Yeah, right, exactly. you know, listen, they, they 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 need to change the conversation, Democrats, and um, they could get a Yusika bill. That's obviously something that will um, help them if they if they can get that through. January six hearings start next month. That will be a very big deal. Uh, what will happen on the Supreme Court with abortion? What will happen with Ukraine uh, on COVID? You know, there's a lot of dynamics here that are in flux. So uh, we just thought we would lay that out this morning. Um, and uh, kind of this is what we keep hearing from Democrats. So we wanted to reflect it. Yeah. And I think the big thing, too, is like, how do they I mean, none of these things are going to come as a surprise as challenges to Democrats going into the summer months. But it's really, I think the question is, how do they find their voice? How can they, a lot of what you just listed are things that are outside their control, right? What happens in Ukraine, Wall Street, um, you know, clearly they're kind of taking a pass right now when it comes to COVID money, but it's hard to think, um, you know, that there's going to be some massive agenda that's all of a sudden going to move, whether or not Joe Manchin continues to say he wants to pass a party line package that's going to raise taxes on the wealthy, reduce the deficit, I mean, do all kinds of things, um, you know, certainly that would give Democrats some kind of a rebuttal to Republicans, but it's hard to see, you know, as you said, not much is moving here and we are quickly, quickly getting into just campaign season. Um, so going to be interesting to see. I, I do think, you know, what kind of a message can Democrats come back on an infrastructure, for example, or some of the other things that they have passed in the first two years of the Biden administration? Um, you know, time will only tell. Time only tell how's the cl- how the clock ticks. <laughs> Let's move on to the number two story of the morning. And it's what we're watching today. It is, again, primary day today in America. Uh, voters are going to be heading to the polls in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Texas, and Minnesota. Um, there are some interesting key races that we are tracking. Um, just ne- I'll name a couple and then leave some to you. But certainly um, Alabama's Senate GOP primary, which is really that battle to succeed retiring Senator Richard Shelby, um, has been very, very interesting to watch as you've as we've watched, you know, Representative Mo Brooks, um, you know, kind of 
really seemed like he was the front runner. And then you had him slipping in the polls through this spring. Katie Britt, a person a lot of folks who listen to this podcast probably know, Shelby's former chief of staff, was the front runner. However, now, you know, like a lot of these primaries, it's tightened in the closing stages. Um, you know, and there's a, a pilot, Mike Durant, who also remains competitive. So it seems like this is one of those races that could uh, be headed towards a runoff. Um, going to be very interesting to see how how this kind of finally ends up. Yeah, I, I, I'm fascinated by by the race in uh, Alabama. That's obviously something that the establishment has put a lot of a lot of uh, uh, stock behind or or energy behind. Fascinating to me. Brian Kemp is just trouncing David Perdue, trouncing him. David Perdue endorsed by Donald Trump. We ran a a uh, poll in the midday, I believe the midday edition yesterday, just about how much uh, of a, a romp this is. Uh, uh, Kemp is up like 30 or 40 points, which is amazing. Uh, Trump, uh, Mike Pence was in Georgia, in Kennesaw, Georgia last night uh, with uh, with. Kemp, the incumbent governor, governor, a couple more races to talk about. Um, Lucy McBath versus Carolyn Bordeaux. I mean, that's the uh, one of the big member on member races. Uh, Carolyn Bordeaux has the um, sorry, uh, Lucy McBath has the backing of Jim Clyburn and uh, the CBC. And uh, Bordeaux has the backing of Andrew Young, former mayor of Atlanta. Also, massive, massive, massive uh, primary runoff between Henry Cuellar and Jessica Cisneros. Cuellar is a longtime member of the House Democratic Caucus in Laredo, Texas, somebody, frankly, who is out of step with the party when it comes to uh, abortion policy and many of the policies, frankly, of uh, the Democratic Party of today. The leadership is backing Cuellar. Uh, progressives like Pramila Jayapal, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders are backing Cisneros. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders tonight uh, is on the ballot. She's going to win her primary in a a walk going from White House press secretary to governor of Arkansas. Pretty, pretty, excuse me, pretty big uh, promotion for Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the former first daughter of the state of Arkansas. Uh, John Bozeman has his primary tonight. He's expected to win. You never know what could happen. Um, but that will have a full rundown in tomorrow morning's edition. All right, let's move to the number three story of the morning. Uh, an interesting ad, I think, coming out of Ohio and Democratic Representative Tim Ryan, who is running against Republican J.D. Vance for the Senate seat in Ohio. Oh, Ryan's campaign has compiled clips about Vance saying, quote, a 55-year-old worker in Dayton, Ohio, may not be able to find a good-paying job for the rest of his working life. Ryan then touts the two intel factories opening in Ohio's evidence that manufacturing is returning to the Buckeye State. Quote, when J.D. Vance moved to San Francisco, he gave up on Ohio. I never will. Of course, this is going to be a, a difficult climb for Ryan in Ohio, a state that has trended much more Republican in recent years, used to be kind of one of the battlegrounds. We've seen that shift. Um, but definitely an interesting kind of just sentiment and also theme that you're uh, clearly going to see from Ryan as he tries to poke at one, the fact that, you know, Vance has left the state. And then two, the fact that, you know, this this Intel um, factories that are opening up, this is something that we've seen the Biden administration talk about a lot. Democrats are excited to talk about manufacturing in any kind of positive way uh, that they can. 
Yeah, listen, J.D. Vance um, was in private equity. He did move to he did move out of Ohio, as you said, Anna. The Buckeye State's red, but uh, this is a preview of what Ryan's going to do if he um, uh, when he in his race against Vance. Of course, Vance is the front runner, but Ryan's a good candidate for Democrats. Um, and and uh, I was sending this this around to some Republicans last night who agreed with that. They said this is a terrific ad. Of course, the pres uh, the president uh, J.D. Vance has a has a. Uh, uh, a huge leg up here in a state that's just been trending red for a very long time. All right. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.